0: What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lupuma. You are listening. You're watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. First off, to my right, Mr. Matt Wealthy. How's it going? Doing good. To my left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Damn, I didn't get the memo. A little, like, light shades of blue, each of you?
1: Maggie Nelson vibes. Okay. I'm surprised Wealthy made it. Why? i thought you had like i thought you had a season ending injury <laughs> oh, Wait, what like... happened i missed <laughs> yeah. this what happened Spray my wrist <laughs> he sprained his wrist and then he confidently picked that that cup yeah. up yeah, it's like a, a double cup no less listen looks like you still got the strength and you didn't see
0: this video and <laughs> getting injured jimmy butler getting injured julius randall getting it all the main <laughs> top athletes right now are getting injured you're part of that you're okay yeah i'm okay you day to day curse going around just, you day to no, day
2: i just sprained my wrist it's getting better but it's like just a little
1: okay sore. you didn't see the video he
0: i didn't when was it can uh,
1: we put the video week. in here yeah it's fine okay it's what fine. was that that you were trying to do just a squat clean and just, what went wrong
2: uh i didn't pull my elbows through fast enough and my elbow hit my knee so when my elbow hit my knee the bar came down mm-hmm. and like bent my wrist yeah backwards. that's a rookie backwards. mistake <laughs> That's a, <laughs> no
0: that's a rookie mistake eh.
2: I won't say it's a rookie mistake. Uh, I'm just kidding. You think uh, I know? I'm uh, trolling. Okay, <laughs> you think I know? Did you, you get people in the comments? Did
1: you When you posted that video, no, did you have a d- bunch just, of people. You, there's, like, there's like
2: trolls on every single episode who are like, this Dad, guy sucks. Nah. I, can
1: t- I can tell but he doesn't shit. I know <laughs> you don't fuck well to you. We're two minutes in. We're not going to get to that energy. I don't care about
0: the trolls because you posted that on Shoe this weekend and said it was great. I liked it. I know. I do like it. I'm kidding. We're not starting off like this. Okay, let me that's ask a you this.
3: departure,
0: though, even for you. I like that one. Like, sh- I don't with mind. that big sole. I was like surprised. <laughs> and uh, listen, I always, I'm happy when you like shoes that no one else likes. But that one, be honest, that's a.
2: I, so here's the thing. Was, What's like, the, the talk- on modeling question? It's Cook. a cloud monster. Okay, that's the one that's thick with like four C's. Yeah. Mm-hmm it, looks, will, it, looks like it was i looked at it i was like damn okay I got, I got sent a jd sports collab it had like a it had a brown sole and has a black tongue i just thought
1: have looked, you worn them yet yeah how comfortable they're comfortable
2: there's some i got sent another pair that's like the one that you see like all the like european tourists wear mm-hmm. like the
1: and i'm like i looked at the hand i'm like i cannot do this no yeah. like the super thin sole we're on not it. gonna see you on lafayette lining up outside the odd store is it, are there lines outside of the on-store? Yo, the on-store is Let me a tell you, when, uh on It's also, on at the on-store? Yeah, I come so I come out pe- of CHCM on Bond. I walk around mm-hmm. the corner. There he goes. <laughs> no, no, there no. He, goes, <laughs> his, he, does,
0: he knows. He does his weekend networking trips. You might catch him at Scars. You might catch him at the on-store. You might catch him.
1: What are, what are they lined up for? The cloud sneakers. I don't know. They just there's, a- all, there's consistently a lineup at the on-store, more so than the Nike store. And also, like I said, I was like uh, I was in Florida two weeks ago on Capital
0: of the World. Mm-hmm. Everyone has those, Everyone and you joined it. One. That was I like he said. Wait, these go talk your shit, King. Talk your shit, King.
2: It caught me off guard for a second well it's like you know you see it in the light, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you are like you d- you You know like, you, you, you know, you know right? sometimes you, you see, did
0: the uh, bait <laughs> meme.
2: You know sometimes why
0: are when you when the light hit it? You
2: guys ever get a shoe that maybe? You don't see the vision on, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you start to unlace it, and then like, the laces look a little loose and like puff
1: the tongue out a little bit, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, it looks a little, it looks a little different right now. <laughs> the whole thing opens up, not unlike your third eye.
0: Oh, your horizon's expanding. Wow, well, what nerds we are, huh? Like the throat on the shoes.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, can we take it back real briefly? Because yeah, I did want to ask about this on the workout tip. <laughs> what sneakers do you wear when you're in the box? Uh, Rad or Reebok? Consistently. Yes. Okay. Never. Would you ever do a Nike MetCon? I've done them, but they're like I don't have they. They feel like narrow on my feet, and I'm not the biggest fan of that. Rad and Reebok. Yes. All
0: right. Yep. All right. I need your help. I need your help. I'm always happy to help. I need your help. Please. The past two days, yesterday especially, Mm -hmm. once again, I'm getting added on Instagram.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Not as a Knicks fan.
0: Not as a Knicks fan. About, what do we think it's about?
1: I have no idea where we're it's going. It's about to a this.
0: shoe. Big JLP shoe? Huge JLP shoe. <laughs> the JLP shoe. Humbly. Fours? Yes.
1: The new, fo- the new ones? Yes. Jordan Fours? Yes. Black SB Jordan 4 yes. rumor?
0: Again. I, oh. I have, I have no information on this. Saying they're coming in August. This. Everyone adding me. I have no information on JLP's going to be ready. I'll just,
1: I'll just say that. Can I'll ask around. Can you
0: dig... Can you dig, I like, just, you know, sources say, I whatever, you yeah. know, sources say. Again, though, the past two days.
1: And you're feeling a glimmer of hope? Yeah. They a was, faint feeling they of faithfulness? To
0: Joe. No, no, they didn't listen to me. I'm just saying, if those <laughs> released in August, it's going to be an endless summer yeah. for real. Back to truck for real. Up.
1: Literally, I, August... It will it's be an endless dirt summer. Dirt. I didn't
0: and a hot summer.
1: Okay, I didn't. I didn't. Boxes, Cam. Remember when Cam was by the pool? Come on, how camera on by the oh pool? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you get my of pool course, in the back. Of course, I did not realize. <laughs> you guys don't know about that. I did
2: not realize lately how popular those white and black Air Jordan fours are. With like, the I like that show. Crowd,
1: yeah, that's a good shoe. That's a shoe Which you can't ones? be mad at. It's like the military blue color blocking, but it's just white and black. Mm, that shoe is like everywhere now yeah it's fine it's a good shoe it's, it's i'm not it's i'm a not saying it's Panda dunk in the I'm form not, of a I, jordan four i'm
2: not saying that like it's like throwing shade at it i just like one of those things where all of a sudden you don't realize and you just you look down and you just yeah. kind of seeing it everywhere in the city yeah so they're saying all guys saw so even like the.
0: Little i'm not county. saying anything
1: yet. i know I'll, that's I'll, why I'll, i'm
0: not saying i hope so I, everyone adding me keep adding me if you know anything but like you know i have the like have the source the leak you know L <laughs> A LA leaker L A Leakers over here. New York Leakers. Yeah. North Idaho Leakers. What are, what are leakers. your
2: thoughts, Joe, on the? I guess the rumor that the the air the bread, black Leather? cement. Yeah, Air Jordan Four coming out. i would had to say it. not black cement. I not said bread. both. I said both. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy equal opportunity. What are your thoughts on? We don't, haven't seen actual pictures. Don't like them yet as yet, much. Right?
0: Don't like them as much as the regular classic sneaker. You want it in the original New Buck. Yep. And I have, I'm ganging them on ice. But still, I have a gang of the black Nike hair on the back on ice, yeah, all that. You got
1: the Olivia Kim's on ice. I don't have the Olivia. Kims, what up, Alex? But
0: I do have Alex. Oh, he shouts to Alex. I do have the Olivia Kim Moabs. Okay. And you know who else has them? The biggest boss, Rick Ross. We sent oh, them yeah. to him. We sent. He asked me what I was wearing on the closets episode. Humbly, humbly, he goes, like, "I need those," <laughs> and we sent them, and he unboxed oh, yeah. them. But black. Bread, black cement, whatever
1: yeah. you want to call them. Leather, I, I would get a pair but because it, he's a he's a big Oreo Four guy, so yeah. it's kind of in that lane, right? We, I mean, we haven't seen a shoe yet, so you can't. Yeah.
2: Draw yeah. it. But do you feel like you it would be like one of those five six pairs for you no. sort of shoe?
1: No, no, not going that deep.
2: But no, it
0: wouldn't. You'll invest. I I want to say this like getting a shoe that's not crazy resale, one that you got like at retail, mm-hmm. and then getting another pair that's not crazy. Just like doubling up, yeah. I think that my buying patterns are going to shift to that,
1: to more doubling up, smaller group, yeah, and lo- more doubling up, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Cause, less, cause... less variety, but just deeper. Big, yes, big Mark Zuckerberg energy.
0: And, <laughs> 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 but <laughs> it is like we go through stages of like new things. You know, mm-hmm. you just talked about when the light hits different of a of a sneaker. But I'm in the stage of like nothing. Crazy. Now, I'm not talking about $800 shoes or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm talking about a shoe that, like, I really enjoy resell a little yeah. above and then yeah, doubling 280
1: up. 280 on StockX after all those fees.
0: And then just wearing the pair that you like. mm mm-hmm.
2: No matter what, it was rain crazy in New York City. We don't care, you know? You never see yourself getting to a point where, like, I know you make the Mark Zuckerberg joke, mm-hmm. but, like, that or, you know, Dr. Dre with all the white Air Force Ones. Where in five to ten years or whatever, Joe LaPuma is doing, he's like, what should I wear today? You open up your closet and it's just Black Cat 4, Black Cat 4, Black I would. Cat 4, Black Cat 4. Let
0: me tell you, I would, but we I can't because of the shows. You got
2: to keep the variety. The variety, yeah. yep. Spicy. Yep. It's the spice of life. So if it there was just one shoe that you that's could just say. have... Right now? Like, you go into your closet and you just have 30 pairs of and that's the only shoe, is Black right. Cat 4s? Oh,
0: that's a tough question. It it, it changes. I, it would have to be seasonal swaps. No, oh. you can only have one.
2: Yeah. No, you have to go all year. This is the shoe. You just have endless supply of it.
1: He's deep in the tank right now, thinking.
0: A Black Cat 4 would be up there, but a 95 is close uh, right now. What would it be
1: for you, Brendan? it might be a neon 95 i know people don't think of me as a air max 95 guy too much but i did just unearth an old pair that i had that's sitting in oregon and they're going to be shipped to me soon along with the pair of infrared 90s and those like those those are the types of shoes that i only ever double up on you know those og colorways usually of air max retros infrared 90s yeah white and red air max ones i think something like that how about you yeah. i think like a gray like 990 v whatever you could just have yeah man you know what i haven't worn my 993s in a long time just silver gray Mm -hmm. 993s new balances and i saw somebody wearing a pair over the weekend i was like oh i might have to find those just forget how easy it just you don't even have to make up your mind beautiful sneak because i feel
2: like that's the hardest part when you say infrared 90 or neon 95 not that you're going to match those colors but maybe that color palette doesn't go with everything
1: that you yeah. want to wear, yeah. but I, maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. What other upcoming stuff is there? Uh, there's a Ambush Nike Airmore uptempo. Yep. Are you into that, Joe? The preview so far? That that seems like a big Joe LaPuma shoe I think me. so. G-Dragon wasn't involved, but still. No, man. G-Dragon. <laughs> another, another shoe
0: I love. Another shoe I love, those black-white Air Force Ones. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: What
2: else?
1: Uh, 9, 9, whoop, 998 yeah. coming back? Oh, yeah. The Return of the New Balance 998. I'm looking forward to this. They did the Kith pair. Yeah. Shout out, New Bounds. Just went to
2: the mailroom upstairs, and there was a pair of the oh, Kith the ones. Oh, the loud pack hit? Beautiful. were there, and I also... We talked about it on air before... Uh, here we didn't get to mention it yet, so let's mention it. So I get. <laughs> <laughs> Joe takes a big <laughs> gulp of water. He knows, he knows where this one is going. This <laughs> is actually <laughs> a good. This is a good story for the podcast. <laughs> he, the, this the is look what his eyes, I know. I know people told always, me that
1: he had no idea where we were going. He looked a little lost. I, I, know, <laughs> I, I know. I know, people, know I know a lot of people. Do you know where we're going? Yes, I know a lot of people. You know too.
2: Tune in for you know the big news breaks and exclusive interviews, but sometimes they just want to hear the, BS the behind, behind, right? behind the curtains behind the scenes. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm lost. I, no, uh, you're not. No, just I go I it. go upstairs because I got oh. the notification that I had a package up there. I knew it was a pair of New Balance. I know where we are? Yeah. I didn't know what it was, so I have coffee in one hand, yep, sprained wrist, cup. sprained wrist in the other hand. That's true. Injured. So, so in I put, I put, I'm, I'm carrying. Um, actually, I should have switched it. I had the box in my yeah. sprained wrist, just like Jordan midair. Yeah. <laughs> and the male guy shout out Alex goes, uh, "Hey, are you on Joe Lapuma's team?" And I go, well, good question. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. How would you answer that? Listen, coming from anyone. I said, well, I sit across from him. Wow.
0: Not a great answer.
2: Not a great answer. Anyways. (laughs) And so he goes, well, he has a lot of packages. He hasn't been up here recently. Busy he go- man. He goes. Would you mind taking these packages down to Joe? <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just sneaker boxes. You could either put them in. He goes. You could either put them in one hand. Mm-hmm. Gave me a, a variety of choices. Yeah, or, or we could put them in a cart and you can push them down. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to take. What'd you say? I don't want to take the elevator one floor because you. you have a push cart uh, full feel of Joe Puba sneakers.
1: I so I go. You feel him? You don't feel him. You don't know the struggle. You and I, go, I would go do it for there. him, though. You I would do it for him. running errands for you around the office. I, go, I would do it for him, and I didn't
2: ask <laughs> him to do it. <laughs> I go, load him up. So in sprained wrist, mm-hmm. they put on two boxes, mm-hmm. two extra boxes. One, which was the pair of Reeboks from our good friend Mubashar Ali. Mubi. Straight from Greece. Woo! And another one was from a friend, Nick Diamond. Yes, those Pumas. Yes. Thank you. So I'm carrying three boxes with the sprained wrist. All for Joe Lapuma. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you so much. Never let it be said that he's not Thank on you your so- team. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. A valued team member. Thank you so much. <laughs> Joe Lapuma I didn't have anything to do with it. Is this,
2: is this like a Roman Reigns and like the bloodline where it's like,
1: yeah, who are you?
2: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who are you? Sammy Zayn. All right. I get cut from the isle- island island of relevancy. I just want to be Paul Heyman. <laughs> who am I?
0: Michael Cole? No. <laughs> No, 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 no! I, I don't know. I, <laughs> Michael Cole's the announcer. No, you are. No, I'll, I'll take it. No, no, no disrespect to Michael Cole. Who would he be? Not sure. Ko? Kevin Owens? <laughs> Kevin Owens isn't in the in the bloodline though. No, but you you two are tag team partners. Yeah. I'm Paul Heyman. Is he Jey Uso?
1: I don't. I don't get any of these references. So I. I don't know why I said Michael Cole.
0: <laughs> He's not even a wrestler. He's the commentator. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Michael Cole's with the shit, So maybe.
1: I have,
4: just digging the behind the scenes. My yeah. Roman though. Oh, you know, Roman you know, Reigns? you know who you who would Roman have been? Reigns
2: or? No, Brendan Dunn, WWE doppelganger.
0: Don't don't. Okay, I shouldn't have said Michael Cole. No disrespect, obviously, but who?
2: This, this is a hundred percent his character. Mean Gene Okerlund. I explain, legend. Explain. He's a
0: legend. He's a commentator. He was a legend. He's in the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah. No, RIP. He had a mustache, right? And Solid takes.
1: <laughs> Show me a photo right <laughs> no, He's a legend. He's a legend. Incredibly flattering comparison. He's a but... legend. No, he's a legend. <laughs> mean Gene's a legend. Okay.
0: I'll take that. Michael Cole, yeah, is the announcer, which, no. But. All right. <sighs>
1: No. Y'all, want, y'all want some leaks? Can we talk about oh. yeah, Holiday 2023? Is the real Jordan quick? 4
0: in there, the black SD. Nah,
1: I, I told you. I'll, I'll Fine. I, we'll, we'll do some digging. There's a vintage style women's panda dunk coming for Holiday 2023. $120. Yeah. Kind of like sale, like sale yeah. midsole. Yeah. In in case we felt like we needed more uh, panda dunks. Kay. Headless Horseman, Nike Air Force One. Welty, did I show you this one? I believe so. I it's don't... got the glow in the dark outsole with a pumpkin head dubray on it and there's a black pony hair leather and some i think lizard leather on the upper those
2: like four horsemen lebron air force yeah i think those are
1: i think those are out by now
2: right yeah yeah that's one of those ones that you never a shoe that you never thought that nike would actually just like make for the public in mass and they did
1: here's a cool one nike air max penny one golden penny Inspired by the Atlanta Olympics, 1996. So it's green with a gold swoosh and some white on there. Those look really good. The SE
2: trainer as well, years ago in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Atlanta 96 type of theme. There's also a Nike Air Trainer one in a hockey colorway inspired by the 90s wow nbc cartoon pro stars you remember oh yes wayne gretzky yeah yeah michael jordan bo jackson Jackson. superheroes yep yeah so it's kind of based on that and wayne gretzky's appearance in that and there's also a cross trainer Remember low in there wayne gretzky had a
2: signature nike sneaker back in the 90s uh, you had a pair the street street hockey Joints.
0: joints i want Wayne gretzky on sneaker shopping just putting it
2: out there dave matthews i know you're listening in um
0: bankhead Copy that down, please. That's a cool piece of secret <laughs> history. You can
2: look it up. There's Wayne Gretzky uh, vintage Nike ads from the 90s if you just want to go down a weird rabbit hole that Nike got into because street hockey was so big. I was. What do you mean street hockey? I played every day. I know. I'm saying it was so big oh, in the 90s. We never it's not, talked about that. It's not as big. Well, let's big, talk about it. Talk about it. It's not street, as big anymore, what obviously. What were you wearing? But Street hockey was rollerblades. Did you have
0: the I think they were called. What were they Veriflex? Big, uh, Radif- big
2: Mighty Ducks D two. Yes. In, uh, yes. Knuckle puck. Knuckle puck. Yes. Los Angeles. Yep. We played
0: with the ball. Street hockey was yep. the big thing. Then the the bullies from the neighborhood. You know, you had the two net. Yeah, you had the two nets, right? Yeah. The, the bullies road. pulled up on you. The bullies in the neighborhood. You know what they used to do? Drive by, drive by, and they would just take hand hand out the window and just take the nets and drag them down the <laughs> window, oh. down the block. <laughs> I was, and I was just yeah. In my bower my bauer uh rollerblades. <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, there's a Did there you were... play uh Yes. He I grew did. up he grew up in New Hampshire. Yeah, like he... hockey was like the Roller most rollerblades? Yeah, everything. Uh pucker ball. E- literally every version of hockey that you can imagine. Big yeah. Milek energy? Big uh big <laughs> just playing in a basement, playing street hockey with rollerblades yeah. on feet, playing pond hockey, playing league hockey. I never got into deck hockey though, with just the sne the shoes. Uh, the hell is deck hockey?
0: It's it's no rollerblades or it's,
2: it's just, just like, like maybe like on like a basketball court. Oh, like you would in gym class. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't like every, that. But every every iteration of hockey growing up was it was that was ice hockey. Yeah. It, literally, I didn't like. So, I tried ice every hockey. Every hockey. I tried ice hockey, hockey once. I didn't like because the helmet fogged up too much. Yeah. Air hockey. My last time. Air hockey, every version of hockey. NHL 94 on uh, Super Nintendo hockey. Uh, uh,
0: who was it? Was it Ray Bork? You just did the same move on NHL 94. <laughs> Do the around. That's, just... that's it. That's it. Was, I played with... Wait, was it Ray <laughs> We're Bork? we really deep here. No. We'll get NHL, back to the soon. <laughs> uh, or, the, or you played with the Penguins, Mario Lemieux and yeah. Yager. Literally <laughs> yeah. the same move, NHL 94. I played well, hours oh, and oh, hours. Oh,
2: it's I to say, just look up the uh, Nike made a, a street hockey shoe in the 90s that Wayne Gretzky endorsed it's just a little let's get gretzky on sneaker shot the great bit of sneaker history i was
1: at a nike office last week Welty. i I thought you were going to come along with me didn't get an invite Mm. Brendan's like you were sorely missed listen it was a good it was a good gang my friend emily Abadi. yeah we we had a good time okay oh shout out uh
2: yeah the this is the sort of thing where you're like hey dude you don't no one got an invite you need to reach out and ask him to go you know he's not doing that (laughs) You're not doing that.
0: There's no, can you? Hey, hope all is well. I can't even see him fucking writing that. I can't even see him
2: writing Hope All is I I don't know if I can see him writing Hope 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 All is well. Hey, Hey, so I didn't get an invite to this super exclusive New York City Media Run Club event. Not a uh, chance at the Nike NYC thing. But Brandon Dunn told me that Not a uh, chance. That if I send you this email and disavow the time that I wore Adidas to your, <laughs> to your Not office. Not a chance. He ain't emailing no one.
1: I was like, what sneakers should I wear? Well, he immediately responds, <laughs> Adidas. I saw that. I saw that. I
0: never changed. I saw that. <sighs> we, we talked about NHL 94. That, you know, that's kind of a collectible and this episode that we got right now.
1: Highly collectible. Should we bring on our guest? Let's do it.
0: Our guest on today's podcast is at the center of everything collectible, building his empire for over four decades, whether it's extremely rare sports cards, game-worn jerseys, or Muhammad Ali's boxing gloves, his auction house is the place to go. When it comes to sneakers, he's acquired and sold some of the rarest P.E.s to ever exist, some of which he brought here today, and some that are highlighted in his new Netflix show, King of Collectibles, The Golden Touch. We're excited to welcome to the show Ken Golden. Welcome, Ken. Thanks so much for doing this.
3: Hey, glad to be here.
0: Yeah. We'll get to the show a little later, but I spent the whole weekend. I, like, went through... I wouldn't even say the whole weekend. It was, it's a very, like, easy watch, and, you know, mm-hmm. I went through all the episodes in, like, one and a half sitting. so
3: congrats, <laughs> on,
0: congrats on that.
3: Thank you. I'm, I, I am hearing a lot of people are just taking... Three hours yep. and no, yeah, three hours. And yeah, watching everything at once. Yeah,
0: really, really good. And I like the variety of like how it starts, and then we'll talk about how it gets in our world with like the sneakers and the memorabilia. But yeah, pumped to to have you on a, on a big week for you for sure.
1: Glad to be here. Are you checking all the numbers? Is Netflix giving you the daily reports? I Netflix does
3: not. I, I heard from the head of content. Excuse me, head of uh, unscripted, which yeah. is very unusual, I'm told. And mm-hmm. he sent me a text. He was very happy. Yeah. Um. But I I. Found I know um, the one the lead guy in Selling Sunset Jason Oppenheim Mm -hmm. is is a client and he he, is always bought from Golden and you know we're friends and he sent me this site that tracks it for me. Wow, uh, you doing young boy numbers? Yeah, he sent me he sent me a a screenshot yesterday and said, hey, you got to go to this site and you are top ten in eight different countries. Nice, which countries? Um, okay, we're number nine in USA. Okay. We're number eight in Canada. We are, I think, ninth in South Africa. Yep. Uh, we're top 10 in New Zealand. We're top 10 in Australia. We're number nine in United Kingdom. And then, I don't know why, because these are not English-speaking mm-hmm. countries, yep. but... We are either eighth or ninth in both of Iceland and Denmark. Well, that's the world
1: tour right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, global, exactly. global. So, um, <laughs> you know,
3: I got, I got to go to Iceland and see what's going on there, and maybe we'll go to number one. That's awesome. Sounds good. And what I noticed, and, you know, um, not
0: not out of character what i noticed on the show you're into jordan 1s a lot that's like your go to and you're wearing them right now
3: yes i am were
0: like the jordan 1s even coming up i know that you like started collecting like as a teenager and things like that other memorabilia but was like the jordan 1s the first one in Jor-
3: sneakers jordan 1 i was in high school when they came out mm-hmm. so yeah that was that was the first that was the first big craze yeah was it a thing for you um not really because I was into baseball cards, yeah. you know, so the sneakers weren't you know, I I had flat feet i wasn't wearing orthotics i was a big tennis player so i know played... no
1: special insoles he could get you
3: some special yeah, yeah no, no my, I, my right wife's right a, right a podiatrist so okay. she, <laughs> you know, she, now she does it but yeah. uh back then i was i was a tennis player so mm-hmm. i was wearing you know i was wearing what McEnroe was wearing mm. and you know i played tennis in high school i played tennis in college usa USTA, so i was always you know wearing you know tennis sneakers not you know not basketball shoes
1: yeah but you have – sorry, we got to do this real quick because yeah. you have the Air Jordan 1s on. I have on. the Jordan
3: 1s on now, yes. Yeah. Nice. I think this is what I wore with uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, typically, I will wear my uh, band reds mm-hmm. and um, got a few other pairs as well. Nice. And um, if I want low rise, I'm going with the uh, Jordan 11s. Okay. Nice.
1: Okay. Uh, we we got to talk about all our sneakers today. Wiltie, what do you <laughs> have on feet?
2: Uh, these showed up yesterday. It's a collab with – I'm going to totally butcher this. It's <laughs> I think it's Uter – in Spectrum in Italy they were designed to uh, commemorate Marco Pantani who won wow. the Giro d'Italia and Tour de France in of course the how can you not know that exactly I did not know any of this I just wanted to know in, <laughs> mm-hmm. in 1998 but they have a tribal tattoo on the sole so I think oh. that's cool beautiful sneaker I, yeah. I like those a lot
0: yeah nice colorway yeah. I'm doing the Dover Street Solomon ACS Pro mm-hmm. uh you have multiples of these, not yet? yet. No, on not. the way, no, these are only my second wear of these, but I like these perfect uh, colorway for
1: me. Nice, gloomy day. So, I got some Gore Tex on Iraq Adidas CX 8000, nice. nothing too special that you okay. were
2: also wearing with our friend like Lei Taganashi did yep. show up to the office,
1: okay? Twinsies, right. yeah, yeah. Twin. yeah. <laughs> Ken, um, let's get back to your sneaker history, yes. sure. Do you remember when you first saw sneakers selling for big money? Oh man, um. It, it
3: honestly it's what you call big money okay mm-hmm. big money is okay i'm going to get mugged because somebody's sneakers are a few hundred dollars mm-hmm. you know that you know i i was you know teenager when that was going on yeah. okay so i mean the, for the very 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 first time but for big money for sneakers um you know to me i'm looking okay a collectible yeah. and i'm looking okay what is a hundred thousand dollars you know and that's you know that's my threshold. Like really big money is yeah. okay, and I think the first hundred thousand dollar pair of sneakers ever uh, were probably the uh, Jordan uh, flu shoes. Yeah. yeah, and you know they that was like ten years, what was it uh, twelve years ago I think two thousand eleven, and that was I think the
2: first pair of sneakers to break the six figure mark. Is it only like sports, sh- like related shoes for you, or are there like other? shoes within sneaker culture per se that, you know, like a pigeon dunk or a, or a Nike Air Yeezy worn by Kanye West that sell for... Oh, no, the, no
3: of- the key, anything, you know, for a collectible, you know, for us, it's mostly, okay, we're more into game used, like worn by mm-hmm. the athlete at this particular event. But, you know, we recognize that there is a significant market for, you know, just limited edition sneakers and we're actually hiring somebody to help us broaden into that where we can capitalize on that market and sell rare, you know, mid condition sneakers, mm-hmm. rare Kanye's, rare anything, you know, to broaden our audience.
0: And, you know, just dealing with the past few years, like how big was the last dance for your business? Like, oh was my it, God. Was it as big as everyone would think? Like, and when that was going on, were you like... You know, Birdman
3: hand rub a little bit like. Oh, man. So, Last Dance, you have to realize Last Dance came out, um, everyone was locked down. Mm-hmm. In the history of my company, I don't think that we had an auction that did one singular. Au- we had one. That was because I was selling a T 12600 Wagner that okay. did uh, over $8 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was in 2016. So but then we went 2017, 2018, 2019. No. All of a sudden, with like three days left in an auction, we're running, um, you know, we shut down for a bit during COVID. We're running an auction in late April, early May. And all of a sudden, we're like at $14 million with two days left. And I'm like, holy, mm-hmm. you know, okay. mm-hmm. holy crap. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what type of language I can use here, yep. but like, holy crap. And um, well, what the hell's going on? It was just, it was, it was crazy. It was during the time that, you know, all of this, um, you know, a lot of the GameStop things were going on, yes. a lot of the Wall Street bets and all these yep. and all the you know, I, I was I made a joke. I said, did did somebody on Reddit said everybody go to golden and just <laughs> start bidding nonstop? Because <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. It was like ten times the audience we had a year ago was all coming to my site and just bidding on everything. And Kobe had passed mm-hmm. and we were running a uh charity auction for the um, Mambasita Foundation, mm-hmm. and it was just so much publicity and so big of an audience, and that just, everything everything, everything blew up, wow. everything blew up.
1: Were there a bunch of sneakers was there, there was, the a knowns, b- yeah. there, was
3: a, there was a bunch of Jordans, there was a bunch of Kobes, uh, there was um, probably about, you know, it, it depends a bunch. Remember, everything we do is gonna be really rare and unique, mm-hmm. so if we have 10 really cool items, that's going to be a lot for most people because you know some people may say that's flooded but it was right when the last dance came out um like if you, you look at like a Jordan rookie card for example it probably 10x the price in t- within 12 months of his uh, of his fleer rookie yeah and his game used items um if you took a game used phonemanter jersey it was mm-hmm. probably hundred and fifty thousand dollars before, and before the last dance. Before the last dance, exactly, and then was probably four hundred, five hundred thousand
2: within a year after it. Wow, we we were talking about it last week, and after the last dance or during the last dance, there was a boom in you know Air Jordan One, everything air jordan and some people were curious to see whether that was going to happen with the movie air that mm-hmm. recently came out and mm-hmm. it didn't really occur yep in the second dairy market on all these um items do you think mm-hmm. that there's a reason behind that or were you expecting it or um i wasn't expecting it i mean
3: first of all last dance is was really magical it came out about the perfect you know at the perfect time um air i um i happen to know Sonny Vaccaro, extremely well. well. You've known him for decades, right? Yeah. He, he uh, sold
1: those Jordan Sixes.
3: Yes, the Sonny. Oh, we got to
0: get to that. Sonny okay. was on this podcast. Oh,
3: okay. Yes. Tell so, us,
1: wait, how, how did you meet Sonny? Okay, so here's the yeah.
3: story. So in my uh, 20s, I started a company that ended up making basketball cards. Mm-hmm. So I developed the classic trading card brand, and I came up with the idea, if the NBA wouldn't give me a license, I'm going to sign all the draft picks individually. So it started in 1990, and then in 1991 it was uh, Larry Johnson, Billy Owens, Dikembe Matumbo, mm-hmm. You know those were those were the big three names. Yeah, and I, you know, was really aggressive. So I would write the colleges, I would write the family, and you know, one day. I got a phone call from my office, and they said, you know, Mr. Sonny Vaccaro wants to talk to you. I did not know who he was at Mm -hmm. the time, okay? And he goes, Mr. Golden. (laughs) Hello, young man. Like, like, like he knew me forever. I talked to him on the phone last week. He said, I'll tell you what, young fella. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So he goes, hello, young man. And he said, um, you know, you're producing trading cards. You want to sign these draft picks. And he was working. I think he had just left nike Mm -hmm. and he was working for adidas and he was still doing his camps and he goes i can get you all the players you want you know i want to meet meet with you you know my father was still alive so he met with my dad and i we talked and he goes okay i think we're gonna have a very long relationship so he put me in touch with uh coach john thompson okay and then coach spoke to me Mm -hmm. and i get and I guess he liked me, and I explained what I want to do. So we signed Dikembe to an exclusive contract, mm-hmm. and you know he said, "Well, do Billy Owens too." Mm-hmm. So we signed Billy Owens to an exclusive contract too. Yeah. And um, he was uh, partners, you know, working at the time, you know, for with Arn You know, Arntellum was the contract agent, for, you know, for for most of the guys. So in from '91 through '97. Every single person that Sonny Vaccaro had a lead on, or made an introduction, or was signing for his shoe company, we signed to an exclusive trading card contract.
0: And I love that because he every person that he had was yeah. probably the person to. That's yeah. what I love about Sonny was like this is the He's this is the guy yeah. this is the guy yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. except in ninety two mm-hmm. in ninety two he said I can give you an introduction but I can't uh, help you sign. Mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, uh, he's with Leonard Armada. <laughs> okay,
0: we got but, some signed Shaq shoes
3: over here. Maybe you appraise them before you go. Yeah, I, I've I've got something interesting to show you too. Okay, <laughs> so um, but I I signed all these guys, yeah. and you know I sponsored his camps. Mm. You know, and it was just a great back and forth relationship. And in fact, um, I developed you know such a good relationship with uh, Coach Thompson mm-hmm. um, in '93. He said, "I would never ask, you know, anybody to do this. You know, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't trust anybody with it. But, you know, my son is looking for a career change, and would you, you know, be interested in interviewing him? Yeah. And I ended up signing uh, John Thompson III, and he, you know, not signing him. I ended up hiring him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was uh, my head of uh, player relations from okay. '93 to I think uh, '90." Ninety three to ninety six, and he left to take the job at Princeton. But yeah, no, it was, so I, I knew, I knew the whole, obviously the whole, the whole backstory yeah. of Air, and yeah. you know, Sonny made me read that book. You know, the, the, the I guess the Nike book that came out in the eighties yep. and yep. the whole bit. Yep. Yeah.
2: Did Did you have a good sneaker connect at the time? Then being your friends with John Thompson, you know, signed to Nike and Sonny Vaccaro, were they like hooking you up with free shoes? I or? I,
3: I, I did, but I was so tunnel vision it's like people say oh my god you were you know friendly with ken griffey jr you Mm. knew joe dimaggio did you get their stuff and i i didn't i didn't think to ask i was just you know just doing business transactions you know it was just um i was just working for my company we were publicly held company i was working 18 hours a day and I wasn't wasn't thinking like oh wow I I should hit this guy up for something for free or Mm. oh wow this is this is limited I should you know make some bucks in the side I I just
1: that wasn't where my head was at and then all those years later you helped Sonny sell the Air Jordan 6s right with the the split toe exactly yeah yeah and he, he had told me you know when I first
3: started my auction business in 2012 he was one of the calls I made and he goes you know I'm not ready to do anything yet, but someday I will. When I want my story to come out, yeah, and you know, I will go to you. And then, I guess he knew he was making the movie, and um, you know, he wanted to make sure people knew that he had the relationship with Jordan. And he mm. goes, "Hey, you know, I've got these, I've got these sneakers." Yeah, and we, you know, photo matched them to, you know, he said I he couldn't remember what game they were from, but we photo matched them to, you know, the finals, and you know that was it was a big deal.
2: Were you disappointed that he wasn't in the last stance?
3: <sighs> Not as disappointed as he was. He he yeah. was, I'm sure he told you he was yeah. very mm-hmm. offended yeah.
2: yep. and he felt it
3: was, you know, Nike's way of keeping him out of the spotlight. Yeah.
0: What I love about totally random, what I love about like the golden auction site is like you could find, mm-hmm. you could just search for things and something with a player will pop up. Like I have this weird like thing that I remember I played baseball back Mm -hmm. in the day, Little League Baseball Mm -hmm. and Ricky Henderson had these Mizuno like neon green and like they've never re-released them. And I I feel like you have like so much Ricky Henderson stuff, but that's what I really like about the golden auctions and like Mm -hmm. how do you identify those items? It's not always about value, value,
3: value. Is it?
0: Or it's about like some of these niche items as well?
3: No, it's it's... Look, we we want the ten mm-hmm. thousand dollar items. We want the hundred thousand dollars items. We want the million dollar items. Yeah. But you know, we used to be very you know very much boutique. You know, yeah. we'd have four hundred items in an auction and it'd be five thousand dollar plus items. But now, you know, we've really opened up to the entire world. We have five thousand items a week that go through our our, our doors. Yeah. Five thousand different items and we're trying to appeal to people from a hundred dollars to 10 million dollars but you know with me when i look for an item you know i look for value but i also look at what is going to draw in new collectors Mm. what is going to you know Give us something to sell that somebody has never purchased something on our site before. What will what can we get that'll be the first purchase? Yeah. Which is why we branch out into other sports, why we branch out into other types of collectibles. Mm-hmm. And also being the type of guy I am, you know, on a personal level, when I work with someone, I try and find, okay, what is going to get me a lot of media attention? It may hmm. sometime it might be a $5 million item, sometimes it might just be. Something crazy that nobody knew, you know, you could possibly buy, yeah. like you know, Tom Brady's boxers or yeah. Joe you Frazier's sold them? We sold those. Wow. Yes. How much did they go for?
1: Uh, it, it was from um, it was from the movie Ted. Ted two. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, what, what was the price? Because my I mean, OnlyFans, I'm not charging now. Like, 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 <laughs> like four thousand dollars. <laughs> Maybe I
3: should up the price. I think Joe Frazier's bo- uh, jockstrap
1: from the Fighter of the Century. How do you? I mean, you know, how do you authenticate, do you authenticate their...
3: DNA, man, <laughs> DNA. No photo <laughs> match, right? Here. Here. No photo yeah. match? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. can't photo match. a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> No. On something like that, you have to go to Provenant. IT. it has to come from a really good source. Yeah. <laughs> do, you,
2: do you get people, uh, you know, you talk about sneakers and mm-hmm. fake shoes. Do people ever try to pass off fake sneakers or like inauthentic sneakers that they say that a player wore in a game? All and the they time. Act, and how really?
3: Oh my God.
2: Anyone
0: that sticks out to you that you remember that you had to like go through some
3: rounds of authentication Uh, for, I mean, Jordan is, Jordan is the most, you know, is, is by far the, um, the one who is most attempted to, Mm -hmm. uh, to forge. Uh, both in terms of signed sneakers and in terms of supposedly used sneakers. I mean, a lot of times it's a dead giveaway because it's, it's novices they don't know and they'll just go to a retail store and they'll buy his size and they won't realize that the shoes that, you know, the NBA players get are tagged specifically for them or have a specific code that we know and they may not, so, you know, you don't even have to look at them. But, you know, so many times, you know, my dad was yeah. you know was was the assistant or my dad was there and he was at this specific game and we look at that game and guess what it just, just wasn't mm-hmm. the case i've had nba players kids tell me i got this from my dad at this game or my dad was given this by this player and then we go to that game and it doesn't match and in some take some cases He's even wearing a different style, wow. you know, shoe, which is like crazy. In other cases, we just look through the whole season, and it, maybe it was a spare, you know, spare set, and he just never wore him in a game.
1: Is that an awkward conversation to have when you have to let them know that this is not, in fact, an authentic shoe that Michael Jordan wore? Or oh, it's
3: a really awkward conversation when you have to go to the actual player and they tell you that this is what I wore in this day, and you know, we, we can't, we can't find it, and say, I don't know, maybe there's not, maybe it's not many good photos of it. So, well, you know, it's comes with your letter of authenticity but we can't you know there's a difference between something not photo matching and something not being authentic i mean Mm -hmm. it's possible that something was worn but you just can't identify it because you know it's it's so common and there's not enough differences the the um absolute not photo match basically means that you're looking at a picture and there's no friggin' way that that this sneaker was worn in this game.
1: Yeah. It's just yep. it's just
3: completely rolled out and that's, you know, that's the really, you know, bad ones.
1: Have you ever acquired a pair of shoes and then realized after the fact, maybe before they went on auction that they weren't what you thought they are cuz it happens so much in our world on a different mm-hmm. level of sneakers mm-hmm. that aren't these memorabilia pieces where, you know, we had the CEO of StockX on here recently and they have a big problem with fake shoes. Does does that ever come across your desk?
3: Yes. I mean luckily, you know, when you say the word acquire, luckily we don't like really acquire. We're not buying it. Sure. So somebody signs a contract and they can sign it. So they can sign it as um, you know, you know, it's happened, you know, you know, a couple times with Kobe, you know, can sign it as rookie game you sneakers and then we look at it and then after we do the research, he did not wear those sneakers, let's say, until November of 1997, which was his second year. So therefore, it can't possibly would have you know been worn in his rookie year. But that most – the majority of supposed game-used memorabilia out there mm-hmm. um, on the first pass um, does not turn out to be what you think it is, which mm-hmm. is why all the authentication is very important. So the majority – of what we will look at, we
2: can never run in our auction. Mm. People, not people who are trying to pass off uh, something that it isn't what it is, but you get people coming to you. I'm thinking in the back of my head, you know, like Pawn Stars or people like I don't know what this is, you know, and it's like it's just a pair of old sneakers that are like that may be an NBA worn, and you're able to track down where they came from or like whose they were or I
3: mean, not in sneakers, not so much. I mean this. I would say the people who have, you know, game used or even, um, you know, match worn sneakers in some of the other sports, um, give everybody out there a pat in the back, tend to have a higher level of sophistication Mm -hmm. and understanding of what they have than somebody who has a jersey and they don't know what it is or somebody has a bat. You know, the people Mm -hmm. with the baseball bats, they're, they're the... I'm, t- I'm trying <laughs> <Worse> to <answer laughs> I'm they, or I don't <laughs> want to say they're the, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, not they're the worst. They, they're not the worst, but that causes the most confusion mm. because there are people that have like a Jackie Robinson model bat and. They say, oh, is this, I've got a bat used by Jackie Robinson. And I take one look at the markings, and I say, no, those are inch levels on the knob. It's not a number, and inch levels are used for retail stores, so you know, you know what size to get. So that's a retail bat. That's not a bat Jackie Robinson. would And used. you can tell
1: right off the bat, no pun intended. Half a
3: second. I, 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 I can look at any baseball bat and eliminate it immediately from the possibility of ever being in, in, even held in a player's hand.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. We saw the Carmelone Dream Team sneakers, oh that God. collection. Yep. So crazy. Uh, even the, the Tavenfield collection, mm-hmm. yep. he had a bunch of sneakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a collection out there that you're trying to get for, sneaker-wise or like that you've seen that
3: maybe isn't into the auction yet but that you would love to get? Okay, so the greatest single collection I have ever seen was Tavenfield collection. And what we saw on Crazy. episode 4 and mm-hmm. 5 of you know the Netflix can collectibles golden touch was the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. okay literally the tip of the iceberg and i've got some surprises you guys can let me know when i pull it out amazing hit him his collection i would love to one day get the entire thing i have a chunk okay okay who is this uh, guy he's he lives in puerto rico he lives in puerto rico he is you know div, you know has a bunch of chain stores in puerto rico and he you know, like, they talk about, okay, fine, who, who are these guys that were so smart that they literally were buying Bitcoin at a buck and, mm-hmm. and held it? Okay, this is him but in sports memorabilia. He's literally the guy that when NBA auctions started, he bought every single thing, no matter what it went for, yeah. no matter who it was. He won every auction. When stuff was being sold in the late 80s and 90s, you know, for pennies on what it's worth today, he bought everything, no yeah. matter... I mean, this is a guy... And tons of sneakers. Yeah. They, oh, my God. This is a guy I, I, who, if you you take... I'm trying to think... So let's say Gary Payton. Yeah. I bet this guy has over 50 pairs wow. of Gary Payton used sneakers. Just, wow. And that's Gary Payton. Yeah. Who, amazing. The glove, Hall of Fame yes. amazing, but it's not Michael Jordan. It's not right. LeBron James. So th- this guy has the most extensive collection in the world, bar none, no close second. Um, and, and even on the episode, you got some of it, but there's yeah. a whole... Yeah, season two maybe
0: we yeah, go back exactly. to Puerto Rico, oh, yeah. right? I,
3: I'll be, listen, I'll be going down to Puerto Rico in season ten. Okay? okay, trust me. Okay, but the greatest composite collection, you know, small collection. You know, I, I, say, I say small not in terms yeah. of dollars or significance, but in pieces. The greatest collection per piece that has ever existed on the planet has to be the Carmelo and Dream Team collection. Mm. I mean, that the guy has every Game used jersey from all 12 members of mm-hmm. the Dream Team. The original, the, the only Dream Team yep. that matters, no offense, but the, the original Dream Team, 92, uh, with, with Jordan Magic and Bird. Yeah. Um, he's got every game used jersey and he's got everyone's sneakers. Yes. So he's got everyone's sneakers. And um, how did Carl Malone end up with them? Here, here's what, you, how did Carl Malone His, watch episode yes. six on yeah. Netflix? Okay, everyone. Right now on yep. Netflix, it was, a, it was a, it, it was a vision to that someone had okay. who yes. yes all i can say is i was with uh dk metcalf at um our new york premiere and mm-hmm. we little did a did a video and like he wanted to talk to me he said I, I i gotta ask you a question you know they called me over and they said how did carl malone get this stuff and i explained to him he goes uh, they wouldn't do that now. He goes, if I was going to Russell Wilson and saying, "Hey, I want your jersey mm-hmm. and your cleats after the Super Bowl," he'd look at me and crazy. He just yeah. wouldn't do it. Yep. But but back in '92, and because it was Carl, you know, they did it. And those but, are Olympic sevens. I think the Barclays are in there. All it's crazy. Did you, in- you want to see a couple of them? Yes, I have would oh, love okay. to. Um, let's um, let, let's bring out the uh, couple of without bringing out everything. You, you'll, it'll be easy to tell because they're red, white, and blue.
1: You have some security with you today. Yes, right? I do. What's yeah. the security like? Security. Oh, what's it's the security, security like in. when you're? Uh...
3: I mean, Jake may need to take a break and help him. <laughs> but only, only the dream team sneakers. I don't want to bring in anything else yet.
1: Seriously though, can you talk about the security when you're transporting these things around? Like, yeah, how, I, how I have.
3: I do not walk around with any item without arm
1: guards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This guy's armed right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Okay. Ready? <laughs> how you doing okay, okay. okay. so find out yeah. so, okay. wow. i see two arms on wow. him right now okay come on
3: Wait, oh man wow God. no i'll be good with you oh actually so these are only the olympics okay only the only <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no no i meant only <laughs> the, the olympics that's all i wanted right now i have big I have a couple, sizes big yeah. box okay.
1: okay so damn sometimes it happens on the show that we're hand hand the the shoes and we'll pass them around and sometimes yeah, not, someone will throw me like, a pair of oh, shoes the, yeah I, the
3: gloves are on the i dropped
1: them we're not gonna the throw these don't worry <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm <laughs>
2: imagine
3: school.
1: thank you don't worry i won't okay
3: just audio go to the youtube video right
0: now yeah
1: if you're if you're listening to this turn on the video ken is ken okay is gloving yeah. up right now yeah, yeah i'm putting on gloves okay so talk about gary payton
0: <laughs> the glove you like that
3: you like that? yeah okay so let me start here. Start with Magic Johnson.
1: Do we know how how much money in sneakers we're looking at on this table right here right now? We'll find out. All of
3: all of these Dream Team collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me. Let me yeah, you're stressing I'm me out. Yeah. <laughs> the Dream Team collection just went um, up for sale mm. at Golden, mm-hmm. and uh, this is part of you know as seen on Netflix. What, what's your so, ballpark for the whole collection? Or you don't want to. Um, Ten to twenty million dollars. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So, these, of course, Magic. Congress All Star Magic mm-hmm, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can see what I love about these is these were made, obviously, exclusively. Ooh, the taller. I the never Dream knew they had the Me USA either. logo on the top. That's either. sick. That's Beautiful. Unbelievable. Yeah, Beautiful so This is, this is great. Um, and he signed them, and they all personalized them to Carl. Now, bit of memorabilia lore. Typically 99 times out of a hundred, you have an item that is personalized, it devalues the item. Unless it is something really significant, like Babe Ruth, you know, signing over a bat to Lou, great season. I mean, mm-hmm. the obviously ba- a bat that Babe Ruth gave uh, Lou Gehrig. Incredible, right? Well, this is from one dream teamer to another. Mm-hmm. So this just adds, it, it adds provenance. So this is the Magic Johnson. Okay. I'm so um, stressed out right now, but
1: you know what you're doing. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. The other converse guy.
1: Yep, other converse
3: All-Star. here we go. Number seven. Yep. Larry Bird. Yep.
2: Larry legend.
3: There we go. To Carl best wishes, Larry
2: Bird. Do you do you find a difference in the auction fetching prices where you know you have those in their converse? And you have obviously it's Michael Jordan, but if the shoe is a Converse versus it's a Nike, et cetera, that people are just more excited to bid on a Nike or Jordan product versus the player. Not I'm not saying not the player, but mm-hmm. just like the brand, you mm-hmm. know, where people yeah, made tipi-
3: the answer. The answer is actually yes. Okay. Okay. I think this is going to change it. Okay. okay. I think this is you know I have been like I look at some of the early. Uh, Dr. J's yeah. from the 70s and Magic and Bird, and I compare it to let's say a Kobe, a Le- because you can't compare anything to um, to LeBron. Mm-hmm. I, excuse me, to Jordan. So mm-hmm. I look at compare it to a Le- Kobe or a uh, LeBron or even even Luca, and I'm like, how is you know. And when Zion first came out, I mean, his sneakers—his sneakers were ballistic. Wow! Um, they and really that was a blew clip. up. Do you have and, do you have that somewhere? Yeah. The, the oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. wait. I, I I can get those blown out uh, blown out Nikes if um, if if I ever want to pay the price. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. You know the person I, who has I, the blown bon- out? Of course, I know the person. Wow! I've had multiple discussions. What's the price? I told them. You can talk
1: them. You can give them a message right now. (laughs) Straight to camera, (laughs) Ken. They
3: they still believe that they are seven figure sneakers. And I said that that is absolutely not the case. I'll agree with you. As an expert, you know, you you can use me as a reference. I mean, it's absolutely not the case because, um, you know, the time to sell those were literally the first two months of Zion's career. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah. But, but whoa, my point. I'm hoping and I'm expecting that because of what they are and what this is, that this is going to change um change that. I am it's okay. Turn this.
1: Is that the is that the person with the shoes calling <laughs> no, you right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Six figures. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. So but I, I think I think that with when people look at these, this yeah. is you know look, hell, I'd I love to own these. I mean this is this is yeah. just is this is, this is, this is
0: have you ever taken a pair for yourself sneakers? Yeah, you get that... high
3: on your own uh, supply. D- put it this way. I have, <laughs> I own some cool sneakers, but no, I've never taken okay. anything out of, um, you know, those meant for auction at Golden.
0: Also, are these special um, bags
3: or just regular plastic bags? These are just normal, normal
1: bags that okay. we use for inventory. Okay, so here we go. Shh. This is the Holy Grail. Damn. So this is the Olympic Air Jordan 7 that Michael Jordan wore on the Dream Team. Got it right there. Wow. Here it is. Number nine in the back. And this is... And on the toe. Two Carl. Two Carl. Yep. The right toe there. number nine. Yep. And then... Also,
0: what a, what a beautiful shoe. Yes. Just as is, but with those signature, man. And now how much... How What do you think Like that would be appraised as, that single pair? Oh, my God. Michael Jordan Dream Team?
1: Yeah, Seven figures, easy.
3: I, I would hope so, right? Mm. Yeah. I, I would I would hope so. I would hope so. And then oh, finally, is it in New York? Yes. I had to. Um, I love those old Ewings too. These were in New York, I had Shunny, to bring out. Look at those things, man. The Ewings. To Carl. There we go. Oh, I love that right there. Yep. That in, the inscription. Yeah. But here, this you know what I don't love? His handwriting. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not <He's> good. To, <laughs> to Carl.
0: is good. Okay. Yeah. But, you know. His and signature. that affects
3: it. Doesn't, like, the signature
0: sometimes affect it uh, or
3: I, No, I personally think that people pay more for a legible signature. Mm. Mm.
1: I'll definitely change yeah, on yeah, yeah. autograph on the yeah, so sneakers <laughs> for, for our fans. <laughs> okay,
0: so like that. that was the dream team yep. set. Yep, that was the dream team set. We should get this together. I think you even have more. You brought more sneakers?
3: I do. I do. I have non non-dream team sneakers. Okay. Okay. And we
1: can go um, We're bagging these back up. Yes. Yep.
2: Do you ever get fearful with these shoes being so old that you pick it up and the sole's gonna fall off? Hell yeah. Has that happened?
3: <laughs> <Does> <laughs> no. That ha- has it it's happen? never, it's never it's never happened to me. These styles. Typically, don't do that. Some of the early, you know, not obviously not Jordan ones. I'm trying to figure out which ones I had. Jordan before.
1: threes, Jordan 4s. air bubbles maybe. Yeah,
3: yeah with, in 91, 92 era. Yeah, yeah. Jordan six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's happened before. I mean, not not with us, but you see them and they're deteriorating. Like the um, the ones. Uh, the one Sonny had, yeah. you know, they Jordan were- Yeah, Jordan 6, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Jordan 6, they were, and then the guy who bought them had them restored, and like, oh my God, that was really? like- Really, you had them restored? He had them do restored. Do we agree that that's kind of sacrilegious? Well, the, the, he had, he, he had, he had, you know, the Souls fixed basically. Yeah, yeah so not, 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 nothing up top, mm, but yeah. That's how do you feel about how that? how do you feel about that? Okay, personally, on memorabilia and trading cards, yeah. that is a huge no-no, you can never touch it. All okay? OG, okay? everything. Yeah, you can never touch from the bottom, Okay. And however, on sneakers, they looked, they look so much better. And I think as long, if you're doing it for yourself personally, yeah, and if you go to sell, as long as you disclose it, because look, there's no way anyone looking is going to tell. You know, it's 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 up to the person's taste. I mean, like in comic books, it is it is um commonplace to have comic books pressed like i was in shock because i'm a card guy they they go into a machine and they literally regress it hydraulic
1: press to flatten it out yeah yeah
3: and 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 that's okay apparently um in trading cards it's a big no-no um in memorabilia you know like a lot of times people have jerseys and they're missing numbers so they'll try and find Mm -hmm. you know like if you have a um let's say you've got a 1950s mickey mantle jersey and you know, the Yankees send it down to the minors, which they did, if you can believe that. Yeah. You know, they'll find another, like let's say, number 17, and they'll take 17 off of an original Yankee jersey, mm. and they'll put it back on. And on the grading scale, they will deduct for it. So let's say it starts at a 10, and let's say you're missing three points for a missing number where mm-hmm. you get a 7 on a scale of 1 to 10. If you can find an original number 7, put it back on, it'll add one point. So it's – an it, it, and that, that one point on a mantle jersey could be worth a quarter million dollars. So, you know, but it's it sneakers. It's um, – I personally have never restored anything that I own for myself. And as a company, Golden has never restored um, anything that we've sold. Mm-hmm. We've gotten items that, you know, people have restored and you just say, hey – you know, restored in the title or yeah. in the description, you explain what the restoration process or alteration
1: process was. So you have some more sneakers for us. I do. You want? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine.
3: Okay. So let's um, let's bring out the other box and we'll go through them.
1: Gloves going okay,
3: back yeah, on. Yeah, put the box down. Okay. So this this is this is not very valuable. This is only valuable to me. Okay. Uh but.
1: Uh, you still as had I said, the armed guard bring as them I out, it Well,
3: this one pair, this one pair. As I said that, um, you know, I was very friendly um wow. Shaq. So Shaq was a rookie. Mm-hmm. We got the original um, pumps. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, In his size? Of course. These are his. These are his. Yeah, these are
2: his yes. So why are these not valuable, though?
3: game issue. Oh, because... To Ken, you the man Shaquille O'Neal, oh. <laughs> right? Oh. I, mean, you know, I mean, after I mean,
2: listen, after, top ten ap- in, in yeah. 10 after 10 the show. They're, everybody they're exactly. everybody
3: loves <laughs> this. What everyone loves to do is they love to go. I, I this is one of the items that you know that I own that I just literally display in my office. Like yeah. if you when you watch a show, that is actually my you know it's my office. So yeah. they, they show all they show about half the crazy stuff I have yeah. in my office, mm-hmm. but this is one of them. And people always like to take these down off the shelf and like put their Sneaker up next yeah. to theirs to see how big their foot is compared to Shaq's. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: remember years ago there was a Donald Trump's uh, office before he ran for president. He had a giant Shaq sneaker up, really? up on the shelf. <laughs> there you go, oh, nineteen wow. and a half.
2: Do you think? Wow. Do you think people personalize it sometimes to make sure that people don't sell? It? Cause we we had a conversation on here. I got gifted a pair of Nike Dunks that were worth like five six thousand yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. And the person who designed the shoe sent them to me, but on the inside of the box, he's like, "Hey Matt, hope you enjoy these shoes." You know, so it has like the the name or personalized. Do you think that sometimes people do that so that the people that are getting the... A lot
3: of times, a a lot of athletes, like I know, um, you know, I'm I'm one of my good friends, Barry Bonds, known him for 30 years, and he always does that because he does not want people to make money selling his stuff. Wow! And he also, when he used to sign a baseball, he always would, if he signs a baseball for a fan... He will never sign it on the sweet spot. He will sign it on the side because he knows that, that makes the thing like Smudge his own signature. Oh. No, <laughs> he doesn't smudge it, but <laughs> yeah. it it's, it's, you know, this, this way he wants it for their personal. He wants it for personal. He doesn't want to, you know, look at people, if people want his autograph, you know, and, and they want to sell it, then they can sign a deal and pay for it, you know, and, and do it that way. If he's doing it for a fan, that's fine. But a lot of, a lot of not just athletes, personalities try to personalize stuff, even though it takes longer. Mm-hmm. One, because it's more meaningful to the person, but two, they want to make sure, okay, some, you know, this is not some 40 year old guy sending me a 13 year old kid to ask me for three autographs to give them back to him, give the kid five bucks, and then sell (laughs) them.
0: Okay. All right. So those are are really cool. Okay. I think
1: you even left some residue from the shoe on the desk. That's a. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Let me. (laughs) But the gloves are going back on? Yeah, gloves are going back on. Okay. LeBron 10s? Yep, but. This is a little special.
0: Okay.
3: Actually, should give me bigger bags. Okay, here we go. This is, how many points is that? 5-30-13 Five, uh, win Eastern over the Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Here we go. And that was... Um, this was part of the uh, Taubenfeld collection. Okay. And uh, you can see it's upper deck authenticated because upper deck had the contract back mm. in the day. And um, you know, these are game
1: worn and uh, photo match in the Eastern well, Conference Finals.
2: Is there a reason that, like, I'm just looking at, like, the sole looks like it's, like, blown out on the bottom?
1: Yeah, this is so interesting. The shoe doesn't sit flat. I wonder if that yeah, Puerto right? Rico air was inflating them or a <laughs> yeah. little bit or something. But, you know You're you know right. what I mean? It's Maybe the Zoom unit, like, Blew up, yeah. It's distended or something. We're not trying to. We're not trying to devalue the shoes here. here,
2: I'm curious about that though, because you you know you you mentioned that the you know the biggest collections in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico obviously a hot and humid with hurricanes, right? Climate (laughs) here in the sneaker world, not the not the collectible world. You always hear about these collections you see that are like in Malaysia or whatnot, and the soles just completely blow up from the humidity over the years. Is that like the difficulty of storing shoes? Uh, that definitely, like that. which is
3: why a lot of the stuff, we have a vault in Delaware mm. that is temperature-controlled. And I will just do these after.
1: I know, you're stressing me out trying to put yeah, the yeah, shoes yeah, 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 back yeah, I'm in not the bag that <laughs> Yep, we don't want yep, yep,
3: yep, yep, yep. And, um, but a temperature-controlled vault in Delaware that, you know, is, you know, can have $600, million worth of collectibles in it. And that is now, it's also a tax-free state. so so people can buy stuff and ship it there it's called the collector's vault but yeah i'm trying to get him to move his collection into that vault just so he does not have to worry about having something wiped out from it by a hurricane so these are from the 2012 olympics kobe bryant is that from his collection as well um actually i don't Don't recall if this is from his collection, if he's the consigner on these or not. But these are pretty awesome. Yeah. Signed? These are, yes. Yes, these are signed. Dated 8 to 2012 Yep.
2: Did you ever hear that story about Kobe where there was a sneaker collector who had, like, a pair of his Air Jordans? He had a whole, like, it was, like, special ones made, and... Kobe had found that like the guy had the shoes and they like belonged to Kobe and he like called the feds or whatever to to come and seize the shoes back. No, I'd not heard that one. Have you repossessed the shoes? Have you have you run into situations like that with sneakers where? I've run that situation with with everything. Yeah, I mean,
3: people, you know, stuff. Just you know, think. Look, the most famous of all time, the most famous. Sports collectible theft of all time, OJ, not OJ. This is like even OJ. Was OJ up there? OJ, OJ is up there. OJ is up there. What do you mean? What happened? Didn't he go back to? Yeah, I know what OJ did. OJ, the collectible thing. OJ got arrested for trying to steal back from his collection. He. That's why he went to jail. Yes, yes, yes. That's not for the other thing. But the one of the biggest thefts, certainly the biggest theft of all time in the sports world, and possibly one of the most famous thefts of all time in the world tom brady super bowl jersey oh right remember they got the, it back, the right? fbi's you know raided in mexico to get the thing back mm. tom brady on
1: on he left on, it in the locker room he left and then it in the locker room exactly but we, exactly. we got consent for his boxers right huh yeah oh,
3: yeah okay. yes, <laughs> yes yes yeah yes. and they, they, i i'm the one who gave um the the, the appraisal on on the jersey uh, that allowed it to go out and reach that threshold wow. where the FBI needed to get involved. But yeah, no. So that that's a perfect example. People go to a locker. You know, um, there are there are incidents of uh, mult so many incidents of NBA teams and Major League Baseball teams, you know, firing um, locker room attendants and firing mm. you know equipment managers and assistant equipment managers. So they're managers stealing
2: because, like cleats and sneakers yes! and trying to send
3: it to you. Well, not hopefully not to us, but yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, we there 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 are li- there are lists. There are people who have you know there's individual collections. Like you may get an email and say, "Hey, hey, Golden. Just in case, I here's a police report. I just had these twenty-seven items that were stolen. If if they come across your way, got it. But um, you know that 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 happens all the time in in the industry with um with game worn
0: items back in the day I think equipment managers was a, and like locker room attendance was big to get the sneakers right yeah, because it was like it, it just people were just leaving uh players were just leaving them and that's it seems like a lot of uh equipment managers ended up with a lot of exclusive pairs
3: yes they did they 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 definitely did and a lot of them um you know made significantly more money
1: on the side than they did with their day jobs mm-hmm. Do the sneaker brands have any relationship with you do they ever get in touch with you to try and acquire things for their own archives Archives,
3: yeah um um okay i was gonna say relationships with me no trying to acquire for their archives um we had the i had um the original oh my god i'm having a brain fart um the original Nikes from the late nineteen sixties was the waffle shoe? Okay. Okay. Yeah. The shoe, the moon shoe, moon, the moon shoe. shoe, moon shoe, yeah, yeah. 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 Bill the original Bowerman design yeah. with the yes, waffle yes, outsole. Yes, exactly. So we had one of the original moon shoes that was consigned by one of the original members of the uh, Oregon, uh, you know, team. Yeah. yeah. And so I that's. actually contacted Nike, and they just—I just never heard back. Mm. But most of these companies, <laughs> yeah, no, I know well, how that feels. Yeah, 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 trust, yeah, trust yeah. me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. most of these companies, we, we contact the. The sports teams themselves are more. Some of them are more interested. Mm. Um, 76ers for example, you know have, you know, especially when when Reuben was yeah. there, had had bought have bought items over the years. Do you have Allen Iverson? Sneakers? Yes, or... we do. In, in fact, I'm pretty sure we've got Allen Iverson sneakers running right now. Mm. Um, but the uh, I know the Detroit Pistons were putting a museum, and uh, you know when Arn Telen got there, he contacted me to try and acquire back you know, some great Pistons items. So some of the teams are interested, some of the teams, Mm -hmm. you know, I look, I personally would think that, you know, somebody out there would want to get you know, the dream team for something, you know, yeah. right? You right. one of the guys, John DeLever, Don Senecal, who are officers at the Basketball Hall of Fame would contact somebody at the NBA or contact, yeah. you know, one, one of their rich billionaire friends and say, hey, can, can you buy this for us? You yeah. know, we'd really like, we'd really like to have these. These are kind of important to the history of basketball to um, own, in fact, if you could actually buy the entire set of 12 um, dream team sneakers, that would just make a wonderful display for us. Definitely. Because guess what? They don't have it up there. They don't have it up there. Um, if I'm doing show and tell, we'll do. Um, you have more for us? One, we, I do have one last pair. Okay. One last pair. You saved the best for last? I, I think so. Nice. Yeah. You know, I, I don't even say I think so. <laughs> Definitely so.
1: <laughs> That's Here a different go.
3: bag, too. Yes, it is. Yeah, you can take that. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is, I think, without question, wow. has to be the holy grail for the sneaker industry.
1: Food Game Air Jordan 12. That's exactly
3: right. Now, so here you see Jordan signed on the side. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you see, I guess, on this side, is he signed on that side without me turning it? Yes. Okay. So the history behind this, and this, this is remarkable. Mm-hmm.
2: Spill it on the shoes. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. White <wipe> part <laughs> signature yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the history behind this is that the Utah ball boy, you mm-hmm. know, Jordan always felt he took care of him. And apparently, Jordan was an applesauce fan. And you know, the flu game, you know, Jordan felt miserable. Mm. And he comes in after the game and goes, Do "You have my applesauce?" And uh, the ball boy says, "Yes." And this is okay. And then Jordan says, "Okay, fine." Then I, I promised you these. and You're going to have these. And Jordan. No, again, whether whether it's bad pizza, whether mm-hmm. it's the flu, yeah. you know, no, nobody ever knows, right? Yes. But you know, Jordan obviously was not feeling well that game, and whenever there was a break, he was like, you know, bent over and yeah. catching his breath and feeling his stomach. But obviously, he played brilliantly, and and they won. And it probably is the most well-known game of his career and you know anytime people talk about battling through an injury or perseverance they talk about you know think about jordan flu game exactly so the ball boy had again this is 1997 so it is 26 years ago and the ball boy had the foresight to take a picture of jordan taking the shoes off signing them and handing them to him Okay, so, and that's the way they were sold originally, you know, way back in 2011. But what we did is, you know, we said, okay, fine, you know, that's great, but we had to go to MyGrade, which is like the, you know, the partner, or there are partners with the NBA and they do photo matching. We said, we want you to match these sneakers to that game just to make sure. And of course, they match to all four quarters of the game. And these are the. Flu shoes. I mean, it, it, it's 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 the most iconic game and the most iconic pair of sneakers in the world. Are these for sale right now? These are not for sale now. We are doing an auction called the Golden One Hundred, which is something. Okay, yeah, I did not bring these. Okay, is, is something that we have um, accumulated over the past six months. And I said, okay, once we're live on Netflix, I want to go launch this auction. It is the best one hundred items that I can find through every single possible type of collectible in the world. Every possible type of collectible in the world. So we have... um, I know we've got in sneakers, we've got Kobe Bryant 2009 NBA finals. We've got LeBron 2017 NBA finals. We have these, Mm. but we also have another little pair of Jordans, um, the Airships. Uh, which is likely worn during his second professional game mm-hmm. ever played wow. pre-air jordan pre-air, pre-air jordan yeah yeah
1: yeah um you're obviously a, a bit of a biased person to ask this but do we think this is the most valuable most expensive sneaker possibly easily
3: not 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 possibly this is easily if this if this goes under four million i will be surprised um you'll I, eat your hat Huh? You'll eat your hat? Uh, yeah, if I wore hats, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say I'd be surprised. I would say if it went, if it competed with the $10 million price for his finals jersey, mm-hmm. um, it would not shock me. Wow. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is you know, people say I use the word holy grail a lot. And, and I do in my videos talking about a Wagner rookie or a Manor rookie. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the holy grail, grail of sneaker collecting.
1: Can you tell us who these belong to right now? Um, they came from Puerto Rico. Mm. (laughs) okay okay Uh, got it got it this is awesome
3: so now when now when i tell you that that is the um collection that that's that's the collection yeah Mm.
1: yeah incredible do do you also have some cards we opened some cards here today oh that's right yes we got so much we got so many fun activities you
0: uh uh drake pulled the jordan yep live on yes he did yep we had we tried to do some live breaks a year ago it didn't Mm -hmm. go that well yeah Uh uh-huh
3: He's into magic cards.
0: Ken, is, oh, okay. is there a market for magic cards, my co-host my market.
3: left? Huge.
1: I used Huge. to work in a card shop.
3: We're we're, um, we're selling a um, in the Golden One Hundred. We've got a uh, Black Lotus. Nice.
1: Okay, so okay. you
3: know we expect that to go for like four hundred thousand. I'll, I'll be so. there at the
1: auction. Maybe it. I could make it, I could be the auctioneer. There you go. <laughs> what do you think about that? that would be great. stuff like that. <laughs> Give me a hammer.
0: Do you know any of the um, locals like card shops around here? Do you know Wow Sports Cards? Uh, in Jersey? New, no. Do not know him personally? No. Okay. Yeah. For
1: the hobby sports cards in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, our, my boy Jordan Hagedorn. Okay. Um, yeah, his own shop. Can what's yeah. the – yeah. just can talk about like, sneakers. Yeah. What's the, like, oddest or
2: strangest game-worn shoe that you've come across that you remember? Um, The oddest
3: – oddest. Okay, not the most valuable. I'm trying to think oddest. Um – I mean, we had not game worn, but you know, we we I had a lot of Kobe prototypes, mm-hmm. so we, we had some really um, really bizarre designs that never made it from his uh, you know first two years with Adidas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume Sonny introduced you to Kobe. Is that fair? Sonny introduced. No, yes, yeah, Sonny. I met Kobe Bryant when he was a senior at Lower Merion. Mm-hmm. Joe Bryant. Well, I knew he wasn't going to the NBA. Joe Bryant uh, walked him into my office at the time in Cherry Hill, New Jersey and introduced me and told kobe that this is uh mr golden Mm -hmm. not ken this is mr golden and he is going to uh give you your first contract (laughs) so i said okay fine these rumors about you know lasalle
1: and duke are they're not happening Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the cards we have
3: the cards okay so this is a box of 1996 97 Top's finest, mm-hmm. and out of here we're looking for obviously Kobe rookies. We're looking for Jordan cards. We're looking for Iverson rookies. The whole '96 class. But the big cards is if we can pull a Kobe refractor um, and it grades a PSA 10, you've got about a seventy five thousand dollar card. No, you said okay. Hold on, because you
1: said we, and then you said you. So if I me Brendan Dunn, if I, hey, me, w- Dunn, if I open it, it, just, we, just, we, 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 if we
3: if I open a card, can do you do I get go? to keep it? So here we go. What we're going to do is Need we are answer. going to... We, damn it. We, I thought I was going to get keep we, the we. card. One, two, we three, four. We meet you.
1: I wish you would have brought some magic cards. All
0: right.
1: I should have brought the You'll boosters. have your time. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get into magic cards, Ken? Did not. I did no. not. So... Iverson.
3: Yep. Iverson, Kobe, Jordan. The key card is the 96 refractor okay which if it's it,
0: refractor on it yeah i don't, like I don't like know anything you're gonna about know
3: these. because it's very very it's, it's gonna look different than all the cards it's okay. gonna be much shinier it's okay. gonna be like a mirror shape holographic but interestingly most valuable card i ever pulled out with my nine-year-old son who at the time was eight was that card we we pulled it on a live stream okay and it, it was great and the funny thing about that live stream is um seth curry was on it because he just a lot of you know, he was there athletes. with you
1: or watching like from no, IG? he
3: just randomly popped in. I got a video request from Seth Curry. A lot of a lot of we used to break during COVID, we would break packs every day. So, a lot of NBA players and a lot of baseball players, particularly, yeah, I guess, football too, um, they like cards and they follow me. Yeah. So, they're just watching me do live breaks with my son. And I pulled a um, we. But I can't remember what card I guess we pulled a Kobe not that Kobe and then he said oh my god you got Kobe and it was like Seth Curry and then my son froze and would not because he was with the Sixers that time and he was a big fan of the Sixers so you know he was there when we pulled that card and my son proceeded to drop it oh man <laughs> but it got so it got a PSA 9 instead okay. of a PSA 10 so okay so here's what we're gonna do we are each going to wow. open up Amazing. I we're, good, we're good. we're good <laughs> we're each gonna open up six packs we're gonna see Thank who gets you. the most valuable card Awesome.
1: Should we be wearing gloves, or are we not? No, you,
3: about d- that? you can't wear gloves when you do this.
0: Okay. There's two ways. Well, there's multiple ways to open up. Do you open all the packs at first, or one by one? Some people just co- like compile all these at once. No, if,
3: if you go, you go, you go one by one. Okay. So it depends how much time we have to do okay. this. But yeah, like I. I will
1: rifle through them, okay. Um, just looking for the good cards. Okay. Is is the good card at the front, at the back? Like yeah, how, it... how can you know when the good? There's cards no science. The There's no science. No, out there. no, 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 nothing. It's not, so bad. It's not is... like
3: Pokemon where it's like no, it in be the scared, back and you peel just... off two cards and you have the key one.
0: I don't even. I'm so. There we go. Scott Williams, right. Jerry Stackhouse, Vin Baker, Karl Malone. Patrick Ewing, Oh, Michael Jordan, Sean Bradley,
3: Sean Kemp. Jason Kidd, Joe Smith. Okay, I got a Jordan. Uh, okay, Joe set the Dumars... Jordan aside.
1: You... you, got a Jordan? Is yeah. but we don't know. Just focus it's like. on yeah. yours. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll take a look after. Alonzo Morning. Terry Sean Brown, Brown. George George do... Okay, Kevin Garnett. There is
3: a rookie. This is this will go in the highlights first. This oh, is a Stefan right. Marbury rookie card. Nice. So wait,
0: does it wait, say rookie I... on it? Yeah. No, it
1: does not say rookie. Okay, back I have today. a. I think I have a Marbury here. Is that good? Marbury's a rookie okay. here. Yep. Penny
3: Hardaway? Huh? Anything? Now no, he was working in '93.
1: Okay. What year is this? 96. This is '96. '96. Okay. Can you have a line on
2: this uh, Hasbollah UFC card that I Is saw that online? a big one? Um, I surprisingly it thing. is. Yeah. I
3: personally I don't get it, but it, you know the black prism was pulled. It could be forty thousand. It could be a hundred thousand. I mean, wow. it's one of those cards. To me, you literally want to sell it like immediately, dude, you know, while dude, somebody's willing to pay. Okay, I'm the winner. What, what is got? it? Kobe. Kobe. Wow okay so how much is that worth this is a base card so if it is i think should be a 10 could be um, a grand okay Okay. yeah it's not bad what about this garnet? anything uh unless it's a refractor no i can't tell from here okay michael jordan okay set the jordans aside can be again. Walter Tom Gugliotta? No. <laughs> you know your answer to that. Wow, Kobe. Grant Hill? You got Kobe? No, oh. you. Oh, yeah. Does Grant Hill do anything for us? No, no. Was rookie in the- Grant Hill was a rookie in 94. Steve
1: okay. Nash? That's a good one. Yeah, it's a rookie. I'm pretty sure I'm breaking here.
3: Oh, that's a refra- There you go. Okay, well, this oh, this is- okay. Is so let Where's me go Loppy take a up? peek. Oh. I can wow, just, just tell by the glittering, it looks <laughs> like a refractor. Right so, hold on. Nope. I need my glasses. No, it is not a refractor. Okay. Pumped George Miroson. Too bad. It looked like it the way it was bouncing off the light. Is that, is that one worth anything? Huh? It's, it's, you know, all the rookies are good. I mean, you want to save Nash. You want to save Iverson. You, you want to save North, Ray yeah. Allen. You want to save Kobe. Oh, there's a Ray Marbury. Allen
1: in here. Huh? There's a Ray Allen.
3: Card. Ray Allen's a rookie year, too. 96, 97. Okay.
2: So let's see what everyone's got here. Here's a Kobe Bryant card.
1: Very casual.
3: You got one? Yep. Okay. Anything? No, that's a base card. We don't care. Nothing crazy. Kobe so when I was Kobe, doing
1: Kobe and Penny back to back. Oh, okay. let me
3: see. Here we go. This had a nice reflection on. it. Is that a refractor? Nope. Common. Okay. There's
1: a, is there a coating on top of these? Is that
3: yes, you can peel the coating. Though <laughs> it's, it's a protective coating. You never want to do that, right? Um, no, unless the coating is damaged. With the coating, is worth maybe chemo ten Raja to thirty percent
2: more. Okay. Dino Raja. What a name. else we got? Oh, there goes the trash. Del
1: Curry. I just want want to peel it, just to feel it.
2: So what I did with
3: Drake, and this was in, um, actually, this was not on the show. Okay. But this was not on the show. But you know, Drake is in episode one. Is we had basically what you call a box war, where we were gambling with twenty thousand dollar cases of Flawless, and he would open up a case for twenty thousand dollars. I would open a case for twenty for twenty thousand dollars, and whoever got the single most valuable card between the two cases got the other person's winner take all. Yeah, winner yeah. take all. Yeah, so that that's a box war. Now, most people do box wars and it's for fun. Drake and I did it for forty grand. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got that Jordan too. Yeah. Huh? And you were look you were looking for the LeBron, right? We were looking for the LeBron Le- triple logo man, and then the we opened up a box of eighty six Fleer. Uh, which can have Jordan rookies. And we actually pulled, we ended up pulling three Michael Jordan regular rookies and three Jordan rookie stickers. Wow. Yep. We opened up probably at $400,000 of Flawless and did not find that LeBron. Is Jason Kidd, is that a rookie card? Uh, no, 1994 for Jason Kidd. Oh, Michael
1: Jordan. You, you got a bunch of Funny, Jordan. Funny, Michael Jordan. He's not, he's not going to be here next week. Mike, <laughs> Michael Jordan back-to-back with Sean Bradley. Okay. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs>
0: Ken, thank you so much. Sean thanks Ken. thanks for bringing all the shoes. Yep. Uh, and the cards. Yep. And the cards, of course. Thanks for giving us your time. Mm-hmm. Make sure everyone checks out The King of Collectibles, The Golden Touch on Netflix right now. Really enjoyable show, especially if you're into all this stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. can't thank you enough for, for coming through. Hey, thank you thank for you. having me. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Please like, subscribe. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jillian Hardman-Webb. Audio editing done by Haley Choi. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.